Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Textroverts, the podcast exploring the how behind the who of people working in tech. My name is Martina Simon and I am your host. This podcast covers anything but the job. We introduce the guest, move on to the buzz wheel, a letter number randomizer that determines the questions I'll ask, and we close with sage advice about careers in the industry. Plug in. We're recording. Eric, over to you. Hi there. My name is Eric. I encourage people through speeches, coaching programs, hosting TED circles, not to stand up for themselves and express who they are. Such a fantastic cause, bringing people out of their shells and helping them be a better version of themselves. One of the reasons I was really keen to speak to Eric among the many things he's working on is how much he champions human connection and is very vocal on LinkedIn. So guys, as a reminder, Eric gives me a letter and a number between one and 20. That determines the question I will ask. So when you're ready, Eric, please give me a letter and a number combination. R16. 16 is the topic of relationships. And the question is, when last did you make a brand new friend? Very good question. That was not long ago at all, actually. That was um, three weeks ago today. I was hosting a workshop and there was a man from Sweden who joined that. He showed up and I see this tall, blonde guy walking up towards me. And in this workshop, I'm kind of just smiling and thinking, okay, does this guy know me? He looks (laughs) like he knows me. Mm. So I hug him and he's like, hey, hey, I finally get to meet you. He tells me that he has been following me for a bit. And I don't think more about it. From that moment on, we immediately click. We went for a little bit of a lunch after the workshop, play some beach volleyball together. And we meet up a number of times after that. Mm -hmm. So this time it worked out really well and you've made a friend. When you run into somebody where the energy is off, how have you dealt with that if it has happened? In general, it happens all the time. Just happened this Monday. There are some people in this room where naturally just go like, hey, you talk to them, they are showing interest and they Mm. are there, they're engaging. Mm -hmm. And then you have some people that just sit there. You don't even see on their face expression if they're paying attention. When I was starting in my career, I tried to make everybody love me. It just doesn't work. So I had to focus on the ones that really work for me. I just had to look at the people who I can feel that I gravitate towards and then just focus on them. It makes sense to deal with it that way. I think it's human to want to be liked when you meet new people. Equally, I think it is healthy for people to understand how to deal with conflict and how to deal with feelings that aren't always positive and deal with them in a way that is professional, right? I don't think it needs to be an out and out brawl. I like how you said that it happens all the time. What can people learn from you when they come along? What are general topics at these conferences? Very much dealing with yourself, expressed as in dealing with others. They do this. They did that. They are not treating me. They are not listening. We are wired to look out for what may cause us harm. We just have to learn how to become way more conscious about gratitude. Eric, on that note, I would love to ask you for another letter and a number combination, please. S8. Eight is the topic of education. Under S, the question is, where in your education did you learn the most? In the US, in Chicago, I have been studying math and physics and hands down, I sucked at them. It wasn't for me. But what I'm really taking away from Chicago and this math teacher is that education and learning 
comes down to the teacher so much. Absolutely teacher, agree. He was mm-hmm. just so brilliant at teaching math that I'm going from a Swede just able to graduate with his maths to a 4.0 GPA oh. at a much higher level than it was before. And I agree. I've had great teachers and I've had absolutely awful teachers who know the knowledge. They're awful at conveying it to the students. And you leave there feeling so unfulfilled. How you spend your time now professionally is giving back and is teaching in a sense, teaching soft skills, teaching communication. Do you think that subconsciously the great teaching you've had in your life has had an impact on what you do now? Great question. In school, you often learn how to learn a subject, take a test and be graded. In life, you are first being tested. And then it's up to you if you want to answer the question or answer the challenge that's been given. School doesn't teach you that. You can be a walking encyclopedia when you Mm. walk out of a school. You can have 4.0 GPAs because you knew how to answer tests on a paper in Mm. a closed classroom that you have studied to. Mm-hmm. That does not make you a great human being, per se. Oh, that is a fantastic point. We've heard stories about various people who probably were really unqualified for a job when you look at their soft skills and the application of skills. They wrote the tests perfectly and they said the right things. And that's where it gets quite worrying in terms of how are we actually judging people for their proficiency at something? Actually, how good they are? Or are we basing it off of what a piece of paper says? We're still living in a society where the HR system is still very based on, okay, so we need to have these qualified people and they look at what does the certificate or diploma or the names there say and what are the referrals say. I still remember this woman who said, you know, we need to hire people that we want to spend 40 plus hours. (laughs) Since I graduated, Mm. nobody has ever even flinched at Oh, you got the 4.0. The people in my class Mm. who didn't do half of what I did, they got better job positions than I did and sooner than I did because they knew people. Yeah, connections. It's who you know, not what you know. And what's wild is that you're then taught all of those lessons after you graduate. After you finish with education, you get the real education. You get the street education. When it was the pandemic, and sadly, a lot of students were affected when taking their exams, how they were judged is they were given a predicted grade with an algorithm. And there was this outcry in the news because people were graded way lower than they thought they would get if they took the exam. And then some people got like A's when they probably (laughs) wouldn't have got that. And it's really interesting that there is a formula that we can tap into when we want to, but we choose to keep reverting to this archaic system of measuring people. And so as education evolves, I'm interested in where it goes. I like how these questions are going. (laughs) We're really unlocking some gold here. Eric, this has been a fantastic chat, but we have gotten to the point where I'm asking you for the final letter and number combination, please. L, six. L is the category of fond favourites. The topic here under number six is tech. I've got in here the launch of Facebook 2004. I remember building out my profile and thinking, oh my goodness, I can link back to people from primary school. What is this tool? That's my fond favourite when I think of tech. Eric, what's yours? I remember how my mom and dad used to tell me and my brother to take our dogs for a walk. And Mm. our walks always have to be at least one hour. The dogs Mm -hmm. needed one hour. And of course, me and my brother and I was always super happy to go over the dogs, right? I had managed to get a phone, like a Nokia back then. 
And it had this game called Snake. <laughs> yes, that's snake a classic. Snake kept me and my brother like entertained oh. throughout these poor dog walks <laughs> throughout <laughs> our teenage years. So that, I must say that's the fond memory. What's wild is how satisfied we were with something so simple. If you look at all of the smartphones of today, they can do yeah. everything. But I was happy with Snake and a Tamagotchi. Give oh, me those. Yeah. Eric, we are at the juncture in the podcast where I hand the mic solely to the guest and ask them for what I call sage advice that has changed the way you look at growth. For somebody listening that finds you an inspiration, what can you share to help them? In life, there's twists and turns. You will come down to a choice where you can either keep cuddling your ego or kick that ego out of there and just go, you know what? What is it in me that just makes me so upset right now? You know, what happens if I just let myself explore? And you have this option almost at every turn to choose between cuddling your ego or kicking it out the door. When I was in my 30s, the movie Lion comes out. Lion is a sad movie. It's adopted kid in India. And for us in the adopted community, we talked about this a lot. So I go and watch this movie on a date. It comes to this moment where I can't hold my tears back. But I'm sitting there. I'm trying. I'm looking up in the right-hand corner, trying to avoid the entire cinema screen to not wow. cry. And I can hear inside of me, it's like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Mm. This is my ego talking to me right now because I'm a man. I'm a strong guy. Mm. I'm on a date. I can't show emotions. That can't happen. I need to be that guy who keeps everything together. But at some point, I can't. And I break into tears. And I walk out of the movie theater. And the girl that I'm with, she's holding me. And I don't know if I've ever seen someone mm. look at me with so much respect. This is the moment when I'm learning that... The great wall of emotions that I've been building up inside of me because I've been following ego and I've been following this narrative that strong guys don't cry and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It has keeping me away from having the most amazing relationships in my life. Trying to always escape and, as I say, cuddle ego is going to keep things as they were. Question is, is that how you want to live? Love that we landed on something so existential to close. And I think we can leave that thought with the listener. Eric, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. I'm so excited to share this episode. I feel that people will resonate with it the way that I have with you. So thank you again for spending this time with me on Textroverts. My pleasure. And we'll leave it there. Take care. <laughs>